Well, my friends, it is official. We have officially begun the holiday season. Here in the United States, Thanksgiving has come and gone, and we are now full steam ahead toward end of year holidays and the new year. And actually, now that I think about it, a whole new decade. So it is all lights and music around here. But there's this nagging truth, this ugly little truth about this time of year. So there was a survey conducted in 2015 by a consumer health information site called Healthline. And this survey found that 62% of respondents described their stress level as very or somewhat elevated during the holidays. And only 10% reported no stress during the holiday season. And frankly, I want to know who those 10% magical unicorn people are. Because the statistics are pretty undeniable. Most of us are headed toward a time of year that can cause a little bit of anxiety, right? But here's the thing. I honestly feel like there are some quick little tweaks that we can all do to make sure that our stress level is at least reduced. And I'm not just talking about avoiding the mall and doing all of our gift buying online, which, by the way, trust me on this, it's the only way to buy. I'm talking about doing something a little bit more gentle and self-caring with ourselves. So join me today as I share my top five tricks for reducing stress over the holidays. It's all next on today's episode. Welcome to the Make Light Show, the podcast that's all about infusing your life and work with meaning and using your superpowers to change the world. I'm Karen Walrand, leadership coach and author of the best-selling book, The Beauty of Different, Observations of a Confident Misfit. Join me as we explore ways to curate an intentional life and positively impact those around you in the process. Work your purpose, change your world, make light. Okay, so before we get into this week's episode, as always, I wanted to remind you that my day job is as a leadership coach, which means that I've helped people around the world navigate some difficult situations at work or become comfortable in new leadership positions or launch new businesses or just infuse their work with meaning and purpose. And I'd love to work with you. So if you'd like to work with a coach, especially say in the coming year, whether you're an entrepreneur or a corporate exec or just someone with a passion and a plan that needs executing, please check out my website at karenwalrand.com forward slash coach for more information. Now, my first session is always free, but check this. Just for mentioning that you heard this on the Make Light Show, I'll give you 15% off a six session package and 20% off a 12 second package. It's as simple as that. So just be sure to check me out at Karen Walrond, K-A-R-E-N-W-A-L-R-O-N-D.com forward slash coach and mention you heard me here and I cannot wait to meet you. Okay, let's get back to the holidays. So maybe you're hosting all the holiday feasts this year or the celebrations or maybe you're traveling or Maybe you're feeling extra pressure to make the holidays perfect for your family, or maybe your family is a little bit stressful to be around, or maybe you're just feeling all of this in addition to the fact that you have ends that need tying up before the new year or work to complete and before you can even start thinking about time off. Look, I get it. It is a lot. 
But over the years, I've actually come up with a few practices that I found really instrumental in making sure that I don't get overwhelmed with all that the holidays can bring. And so I wanted to share them with you today because maybe they'll help you as well. That said, before I share these tips with you, um, and honestly, some of these tips I'm going to share could work year round. I want you to like not think of them this, that way, because the f- truth is, if we start thinking about sort of life changing things that we're going to do, um, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I want you to think about the tips that I'm going to share today for like something that you're going to try for 30 days or for three weeks. And that's it. Um, I don't think about it as something you have to keep up for forever because you just don't need that extra stress. And then remember, a lot of these things that I'm going to tell you, not all, but a lot of them are practices, which means that you don't have to do it perfectly and you don't have to. It's not something you succeed at. Right. So if you don't manage to do one of these practices one day, it's not failure because remember, you're just practicing. So think of them that way. Okay, let's get into my tips. My first tip, um, and this is something that actually, as I get older, I'm getting more and more adamant about, is try for the remainder of the year, at least through the holidays, try, if you can, to get eight hours of sleep. And I get that this can be very difficult to do, but I am a fiend about it because I know that if I don't get enough sleep, like my next day, I'm just shot. Like I'm cranky and irritable and don't really want to be here wherever here is. I just, I'm trying to get to my bed, right? So, so try to get eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep and aim for more than you usually get. And one of the tips, the things that has really helped me, one of the tools that has really helped me is I have an iPhone and my iPhone has a little bedtime alarm that I can set like 30 minutes before that says, Hey, if you want to get eight hours of sleep, you probably should start getting ready for bed and turn off the light in 45 minutes or whatever. So that's really cool. But just do it with whatever um, alarm you have, even if you don't have an iPhone, just set sort of an alarm that says, hey, time to start winding down your day, um, just to kind of remind you when to get into bed. So definitely, definitely do that. That's like, um, like I said, this is this is one of those things that at least try to do it through the holidays if you can. There's going to be parties and stuff. You're not going to be able to do it, but do it as much as you can. OK, so that's the first tip. The second tip that I have, which honestly, of all the tips that I give you today, this might be the very biggest. And what I want you to do, it sounds big, but I promise it's not, is I want you to create a morning practice that helps you center yourself. OK. So if you're like me, your inclination, as soon as your alarm goes off or whatever, is to grab your phone and start checking either social media or the news. I'm really big on checking the headlines, like what could have possibly exploded the night before in the world. Um, And I try really hard not to do that. I've been working really hard on that. So what I would suggest you do is, and this may require, I'm just going to say, it may require you setting your alarm maybe 10 or 15 years, 15 years, 15 minutes earlier than normal. But just think of something that you can start doing that helps you ease into your day. So one thing I've recently started doing is I set my alarm about 10 minutes early and I meditate. I do a little meditation for just 10 minutes. This is before I look at my phone. I just, I turn off the alarm. I sit up in bed because if I don't sit up in bed, then I will fall back asleep. And I set an alarm for 10 minutes and I just 
breathe. I just slow my breath down, um, you know, and just kind of focus and just quietly open up myself to the day. So that's that's one thing you can do. And I will actually share some meditation tools in the show notes uh, that if you're not used to meditating or not something that you do intuitively. But it's a really wonderful way to kind of then get up and sort of face the day. Another thing you might want to do if meditation is not your thing is you maybe you want to journal for 15 minutes. Just keep a journal next to your bed and write for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is. And and literally, I, I'm, I'm sure I've shared my journal tips before. I'll make sure to link to that um, in a previous podcast. But just sort of stream of consciousness, whatever your mind is racing with, just get it down on paper. Um, I am a big journaler. I journal a lot. I, I don't do it first thing in the morning, but I do do it before I start my workday. And I find that just the practice of doing that can help me be more focused for the rest of the day, because whatever kind of things my monkey brain is trying to hang on to, um, getting it down on paper sort of empties that and clears it. Um, I have a friend recently who she always has starts her morning with a cup of coffee and the New York Times. But she's decided instead of the New York Times, she's just going to start her day with a cup of coffee and journaling. And she's found it really, really helpful. So, you know, just sort of sitting with your journal for 10 or 15 minutes, just emptying out your thoughts, at least over the holiday season, can help quiet your day. Now, if you're not um, a journaling person either, then when you have your cup of coffee, just find a seat looking outside and just stare outside for 10 minutes. No phone, keep your phone away from you, nothing to read, just sort of watch the world outside wake up as you sip your coffee for 10 or 15 minutes. Just again, we're just easing our way into the day. Um, if you are a jogger, I hear jogging can be calming. I've never found it that way. I don't find it calming to be gasping for breath. But if that's your thing, if you're a type of person who likes to jog, maybe you sleep in your workout clothes the night before and then you get up, stretch and just jog for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Not, I'm not even like saying five miles a day for the next you know, 30 days, but just something to kind of get your blood moving and pumping. So the point is basically to do something away from your phone, away from social media, away from a screen, um, that is away from your family even, that's just for you, just for easing into the day. I hope that makes sense. So that's the other thing. For me, uh, like I said, it's meditation and I do some journaling in the morning. But for you, it may be something else. Just find something that's very, very easy into the day sort of thing. Okay. My third tip, and this is when I kind of um, sort of picked up this um, this year, sort of out of the blue, is consider a calming project for the holidays that has no deadline. So let me tell you what my little project is. So recently I held a workshop here in town. It required a lot of preparation. It required a lot um, out of me. It required a lot of energy out of me. And I knew that it would like it basically it was a workshop that I held that was all day long. So, um, I'm an introvert. So I'm, while I'm not a shy person and I'm comfortable in front of people, I find it very draining. And so I really have to recuperate by being quiet when I've, whenever I have to do something that feels very extroverted. Um, and so I decided that I was going to knit. Um, I have knitted things in the past. 
I like knitting. It's sort of a mindless thing that can keep my hands busy and it keeps me calm and centered. Now, I live in Houston, Texas, and it's not a particularly cold place to live. So every time I've knit things in the past, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to give this away to somebody who lives somewhere um, colder because I have no real use for woolens um, in that way. But I learned that um, the church that I attend makes prayer shawls um, and they make them all year long for people who are undergoing chemo or who have um, some sort of health issue. Um, And so they make these shawls that are blessed and taken. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just get the pattern and start working on that. And there's no deadline because like I said, they do it all year long, but it was a way for me to make something that felt like it had a purpose but not feel like I had to get it done in time. And I've found that, you know, just grabbing this project for, you know, an hour even or two at night, or even like sitting watching television with my family, um, it's just something that my hands can do that I find very calming. So when I say a project for the holidays that has no debt, I'm talking about something that you um, have done in the past that you find very calming, whether or not it's a, maybe it's a jigsaw puzzle or Maybe it's um, maybe you do woodwork or maybe you make some sort of art or maybe you are an art journaler or maybe you like to tinker in the garage, Um, whatever. Maybe it's making mixtapes, whatever it is that sort of calms you sort of think of a project you can do with no end date, just something that you can do to kind of keep your mind off of everything that's going on around you and sort of take you out of the rush to help center you. So that would be um, my third tip. Now. My fourth tip is for if you're going to be spending time with family and I, if you are spending time with family, whether or not they are a stressful bunch of people or they're not, um, I have found it really helpful to schedule some secret luxury time. So here's what happened. And this is something I um, stumbled on this trick out of necessity. There was a few years ago when my family, my immediate family, my husband and daughter and I went to England. Thanksgiving. Now, my husband is English, so we went there specifically to spend time with his family, and he's from a pretty big family. So what we decided to do is we rented a really big house because his family is sort of far flung, and people came to stay with us as they could over the Thanksgiving week. Now, of course, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in England, so, you know, there was school and other things that they had to do, but you know, when they could, they would come and stay in the house with us. So at any given time, there were about 15 people in my house. Now, remember, I said, I'm an introvert, right? So this was a lot for me. And and keep in mind, I really, really like my in-laws. Like I, I really enjoy them. They're fun people. They're kind people. Um, I love spending time with them. But Full on days over with 15 people is a lot for me. So what my husband did, bless him, because he knows I'm an introvert, he snuck a bottle of port into our bedroom. My family, they don't drink very much, which is great. I don't drink a lot either. But um, it was really, really sweet that he had this bottle of port that was stuck, that was hidden in our bedroom. And every night before bed, we would have a share, a little glass of port and sort of go over the day together and just sort of reconnect just the two of us. Um, And it felt like a little luxury. You know, we had these little glasses. Luckily, our bedroom had a bathroom connected to it so I could rinse the the port glasses out after we use them every day. And it was just a really sweet way to kind of center ourselves. Now, 
sneaking alcohol into your bedroom may not be the healthiest thing to do, but think of something else that you can do that adds a little bit of luxury to your day. If you're like a bath person, maybe you commit to having baths in the evening um, when you're when you're spending time with your family or um, maybe there's a show you've been wanting to watch on Netflix that people don't particularly won't particularly enjoy with you. So you like download it on your laptop or your tablet and sneak a 45 minutes at the end of the day to do that. Or maybe there's a book you want to read, or maybe there's a podcast you want to listen to, but just schedule in some luxury away time. Um, for me, it was helpful to do it at the end of the day. So I wasn't like hiding in the middle of the day, although a couple of times that was required, but um, but in the evenings you can do it. You can say, okay, I'm turning in and just really sort of take care of yourself in that way for something that really sort of feeds your soul. Um, so that's my fourth tip. If you are spending time with family now, maybe the reason you're stressed is because you're not going to be able to spend time with family. Like you won't be able to get home for the holidays and you're going to be missing your, your, your family. Um, in that case, one of the things that you might want to do is to create your own holiday celebration with um, friends and local people who are in the same boat. But, but, and this is the big but, instead of making it something where it's, you know, you're hosting and it's the fine china and the perfect wine and everything else, do something really, really low key, like make it a potluck, make everybody bring something, make the dress code pajamas or sweats right? Like make it something where it's you sort of signal to people, we're just going to get together and chill. This is not about us getting all dressy or fancy or everything. This is a chill time. Um, a sweatpants only affair. Uh, one friend of mine told me that every uh, New Year's Eve, which I thought was sort of brilliant, what they would have is they host a grilled cheese party. Um, so it's something that actually kids can be all a part of. So they don't have this stress of like getting up and going somewhere fancy for New Year's Eve, which in my opinion always ends up being not nearly as fabulous as you have in your mind. Uh, but people bring over their, you know, sort of portable grills, their like electric grills and all the fixings for their favorite grilled cheese sandwiches. And they have slow cookers full of tomato soup and people sort of try to out cheese sandwich each other. And I thought that was like one of the best New Year's Eve parties I'd ever heard. But the point is to keep it super casual, like sweats, whatever, really, really casual. Um, tell everybody that they're going to help you clean up afterwards. Everybody's going to have a job. Um, and then they're already in sweats or pajamas to go on home. But make it really, really casual. OK, so those are my five tips for trying to reduce stress during the holidays. Um I was wondering if you had any tips. And I remember, like, not every holiday is going to be stress fee, but free, but this is a way to kind of lower your stress level. So if you have tips, I would love to hear them. Is there anything you do to remind yourself to breathe? Just go over to the show notes over at uh, themakelightshow.com and leave your tips in the comments. I'll also leave uh, more information about the topics I shared in today's episode as well and a few resources. Um, so definitely check that out. Now with that, that's it for this episode of The Make Light Show. Don't forget, check out karenwalrand.com forward slash coach to check out my leadership coaching practice. I would love to work one-on-one -on -one with you to achieve your particular goals. And remember, mention that you heard this on The Mate Light Show and you'll get 15% off a six-session package or 20% off a 12-session package. And trust me, we are going to make magic together. 
Also, of course, if you're looking for other ways to infuse your life with purpose, but you're finding yourself a little stuck, well, send me an email with any questions and challenges you'd like me to tackle to Karen at themakelightshow.com. And you just might hear an answer to your question on an upcoming episode. So I'm Karen Walrand, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with all new tips and tricks to make light. And in the meantime, don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss a thing. And with that, hopefully you're going to have some restful holidays coming up and just keep on making light, my friends. 